everybody, Josh Sigurdsson, World Alternative Media here, and there is news of a new deadly endemic crossing the Gulf, going throughout the UK and Europe, and of course, we're all supposed to be very scared, and I'm going to jump the gun here and say, have they ever isolated it? But there is something to what they are claiming, my friends, and we need to know about it because there is a war happening right now on the hearts and minds of the public and the freedoms of all individuals out there. And on top of that, there is a war on our health in the form of bio-warfare, including mosquitoes, injections, uh, the spraying of disease agents. And I'm not talking about viruses because they don't isolate viruses. I'm talking about poisons that cause people to be sick. This out of natural news, it says CDC claims deadly pathogen with 50% fatality rate now endemic across the Gulf Coast. Here we go again, but interestingly at the same time, and, and, and just remember that 50% rate that you just saw there. At the same time, we get this out of the Daily Mail. It says, world's deadliest diseases are coming to the UK because of climate change. Now, before I finish the title of that article, I'm just going to bounce to this image that right said Fred, who I've been corresponding with somewhat on Twitter, um, posted. It, it says, spot the difference, and it shows the same woman in 2017 showing temperatures actually much higher around the country and then showing at the same time 2022, and now the map is magically red, even though the temperatures are lower, because we all have to remember that there's climate change, and we're all going to die unless we go into 15-minute cities and eat bugs. Yes, that is how stupid they think we are. But going back to this article out of the Daily Mail, as I said, world's deadliest diseases are coming to the UK because of climate change. It says mosquitoes and ticks carrying viruses with death rates up to here we go, 50% will make Britain home, experts warn MPs. Now, first of all, they are brainwashing us with the 50 percentile claim. But, you know, they normalize these things through propaganda. It's the Tavistock, you know, kind of thing that we've seen in England for a long time. But there's something more to this. Notice they said mosquitoes and ticks. Well, this relates to something that we've been covering for quite some time. Isn't it interesting? This from 2018, Labiotech says, Gates Foundation and Oxitec fight malaria with genetically modified mosquitoes. This from GeneConvenevi.org. Bill Gates releasing genetically modified mosquitoes in Florida. Here's the whole story. This from Candid. Uh, in philanthropynewsdigest.org, Gates Foundation awards $35 million for mosquito research. All the while, it says from the Smithsonian Magazine, and these aren't like some conspiracy site. This is, this is a Smithsonian, which actually commits the conspiracies. It says, first U.S. open-air test of genetically modified mosquitoes deemed a success. Hmm. So that's from April 21st, 2022. And it just happens all the while the World Health Organization's digital health certification is a step towards setting WHO up <coughs> as the power center of a one world government. They're bringing in these certificates 
And these certificates are now also calling anyone who wasn't injected a disease-carrying vector at the same time as they are stepping up the process to create a global vaccine pass that is unescapable by next year. Interesting with all the information that's come out around the injections that showed that it was, you know, a eugenics operation that was putting turbo cancer into people and causing people to die suddenly. We all know this, but here we are and they're still doing it. And now they have mRNA shots for the flu. With that said, we want to get into this article out of the Daily Mail today. I think it's important. And it, it just the context of it, my friends. They're literally first saying, we're going to inject the whole world and then also put genetically modified mosquitoes out there. And then suddenly they all say 50% death among people who get this disease, which seems to be coming from mosquitoes. Hmm. Hmm. Oh, can't be correlated. We won't even talk about the correlation because that's a conspiracy theory. They're trying to kill us. Couldn't be more clear, my friend. So we are going to get into this and much more today. But before we do, I urge people to check those links below. Check out rncstore.com, Richardson Nutritional Center, your source for Laetril online. Made famous by G. Edward Griffin's book, World Without Cancer. Get your apricot seeds, Laetril, amygdalin, and vitamin B17 there. Get it before it's banned. And of course, we have all the studies on this. And we've talked with uh, John Richardson, son of Dr. John Richardson, uh, multiple times. We're going to get him on the show again real soon because this could save a lot of lives. Also, make sure to check out HeavensHarvest.com for long-term storable foods that are non-GMO, heirloom seeds, water filtration and storage, and books on how to get started. Use code WAM, W-A-M, and you get free shipping on much of these products in the U.S. And even if you don't qualify for the free shipping, I still urge you to use code WAM. Keeps you alive and us alive at the same time. Experts say you need at least three months of storable food in a supply chain collapse. And yes, that is part of the biggest one of the biggest parts of the plan. And if you don't want mRNA foods, and if you don't want these foods that are meant to depopulate us and uh, make us dumb drones, maybe it's a good time to go and pick this up today before the shelves are empty and you're going to be in a food ration line uh, tied to a carbon credit score tied to, to a CBDC. We have organic kits available over at heavensharvest.com. Again, just use code WAM. Do it today, not tomorrow. It could save your life. It could save your family's life. It's just a basic responsibility for all of us to get on this now. Anyways, um, I appreciate those that check those links in the description and get prepared. Let's get into this. Daily Mail says, world's deadliest diseases are coming to the UK because of climate change. Of course, yes, it has nothing to do with um, injecting a bunch of people with things that destroy their immune system and then they collapse and die suddenly. And then they get turbo cancer suddenly. And now children are dying in huge numbers suddenly. It's absolutely sickening, but it says mosquitoes and ticks carrying viruses with death rates up to 50% will make Britain home, experts warn MPs. These experts are always some idiot, some academic. And then CDC claims deadly pathogen with 50% fatality right now endemic across the Gulf Coast. But we're going to go into the British story because it's basically the same thing. It's happening at the same time. Experts say uh, Crimean Congo huh, hemorrhagic fever is now likely to arrive in the UK. Mm, okay. I we better get all the injections for that one too. <laughs> Just, it never ends. It never ends. Anyway, it says a deadly disease that kills up to half of everyone it infects, according to some nonsense. 
is on its way to the UK because of climate change, leading experts claim, because, you know, uh, cow farts and volcanoes and um, people breathing are killing people. Yeah, okay. Zika and breakbone fever. Oh, we've heard the Zika thing before. Will eventually spread on British soil, they warned. Oh, they always tell us ahead of time what they have to do. It's part of they, their um, strategy. It's part of their ritual. They have to say what they're going to do before they do it. <laughs> That's why I'm not, you know, Nostradamus here. I just read what they say they're going to do. That's why I get so much right, unfortunately. It says, Scientists told MPs today that diseases which are transmitted by mosquitoes and ticks are bound for Britain as rising temperatures extend their range. Yes, because somehow... The weather going up in, you know, in the summer, which happens every year, by the way. I don't know if people notice that. Uh, it's going to cause somehow a disease agent to come out of mosquitoes that just happen to have also been used as um, bioweapons recently by Bill Gates. Surely not related. It says one of their biggest concerns is Crimean Congo hemorrhagic fever, CCHF. A disease with a death rate of almost 40%, Rift Valley Fever, another possible threat, can be even deadlier, figures suggest. Of course, based on three or four people that are probably injected with something. Initial infections might go unnoticed because NHS medics aren't familiar with the formerly foreign pathogens. MP also, MPs also heard. The World Health Organization, WHO, which lists CCHF as one of its nine priority diseases, says... It has already reached France. Okay. All right. Uh-huh. Very high vaccine rate there, by the way. There's a chart here. It says world's deadliest diseases are coming to Britain. Ooh, there's red on the map. Just kind of like uh, this this one that I showed you before. Before, it's a green map with high temperatures in the summer in 2017 and in 2022. Red. Even though the temperatures are actually lower in the red image. And that's in Germany, of course. Oh, my goodness. How stupid can people possibly be? They want you in a 15-minute city, and they're going to blame the invisible enemy. It's always an invisible enemy. Continues here. It says, Professor James Wood, no relation to James Woods, who follows me on Twitter, great actor. It says, Head of Veterinary Medicine at Cambridge University, where they're doing 15-minute cities, by the way, told MPs on the Science, Innovation, and Technology Committee it was highly likely CCHF would reach the UK in the future. Some tick-borne infections, so Crimean Congo hemorrhagic fever, are highly likely to spread in the UK through our ticks at some point, he said. It's almost like they are doing it on purpose. Hmm. And by the way, I was just interviewing David Icke um, in the Isle of Wight, and I got a tick bite while interviewing him because we were in some grassy field with cows on the edge of a cliff. Can't wait to bring you guys that interview, by the way. Uh, stay tuned for that. But like an hour and a half but yeah i mean now i must have this crimean congo hemorrhagic fever i haven't been feeling very well lately it might have something to do with i don't know constantly traveling on planes and you know uh getting all the radiation and all that kind of stuff no it's probably crimean congo hemorrhagic fever that's the most obvious explanation of course that and climate change you know someone turned on a gas stove I know where you are. Somewhere in Derby, England, you used a, uh, a gas stove. And now look, killing everyone, killing grandma. Just like the COVID stuff, you didn't wear a mask, which causes more upper respiratory infections, obviously. But you didn't wear a mask, so you killed grandma, who's weirdly still alive unless she got injected. Hmm. Anyway, 
Continuing on here, it says, he also said Rift Valley Fever, RVF, a virus carried by mosquitoes. It's probably not actually a virus. It's probably just a chemical that's injected like a vaccine. They have robot mosquitoes too, my friends, which can kill up to half of patients who catch a severe form of the disease is another pathogen pathogen likely on its way. Do you remember when I reported on Johns Hopkins' um, creation of these Theragrippers? They were based on a parasite that clings to the lining of your stomach or colon. Not the nicest thought, but it's a robot version of it that injects people with medication so that it isn't digested before the medication is is slow released and it could be remotely controlled. They're also, I mean, Moderna has a master patent on the um, technology to inject people with organic and inorganic materials, as they say. And these organic and inorganic materials are able to be remotely controlled by through 5G connection. And that's from 2018, Moderna master patent. Um, and just interestingly, all this stuff happens afterwards. And of course, you're called crazy the second you say remote control with 5G through the body. But it's in the patent and we've reported on it. And, you know, I can't say much more than that because it's just what it says. It's what it says. I don't want to speculate too much, but I mean, look at what they've done over the last hundred years to people and their health. Anyway, continuing on here, it says, there are other infections that could be mosquito-borne, such as Rift Valley Fever, which could be the next thing to arrive, he said. Everything is the next thing to arrive. It could be anything. If one out of 20 is true, then, oh, every, he's, a, he's obviously going to be considered a hero. It says, and he warned that such pathogens may initially slip under the radar as NHS medics aren't trained to spot these diseases. Well, most medics don't spot any diseases. They use PCR tests for all of 2020 and 2021. And, and PCR tests don't discern between illnesses. If you put up that uh, volume of that PCR test enough, you could basically say it's anything that you wanted to. If you wanted to say something, it'll say that. AIDS, sure. COVID, well, we've never isolated it, but sure. It, it's, it's abundantly clear. It's fraud. So when they say that NHS medics aren't trained to spot these diseases, no shit. No shit. That's what we've been saying for years. And now the mainstream media just like shrugs it off because there's a new dangerous thing that's going to kill us all. And the sponsors over at the mainstream media is like Daily Mail, which just happen to be pharmaceutical companies. And they just happen to get a bunch of money from them over the last couple of years, which is totally not a conflict of interest at all in journalism. They say we have to be afraid. Of course, they're not going to benefit at all. No, surely not. Absurdity. Conspiracy theory. It says here, the challenge will be uh, early detection because our clinicians don't know what they look like, he said. Oh, so everyone's confused, so everyone should stay at home and wear a mask and be injected. And, and if you go against that, you are killing grandma. It's the same rhetoric all over again. Professor Wood was among numerous experts asked by MPs about what factors could contribute to new diseases emerging in the UK. Professor Brian Charleston, director of uh, Purebright Institute, which studies infectious diseases in animals, was another questioned by MPs and said there was a slow march north of insects which could convey diseases in the UK. I'm sure, again, it has nothing to do with 
you know, Bill Gates um, creating GMO mosquitoes that carry diseases. Remember when Prince Philip said if he died, which he's now dead, gnashing his teeth, he would like to be reincarnated as a mosquito that killed off half the planet with disease. Again, they tell you what they're going to do before they do it. Prince Philip has been dead for uh, two years now. Not that he's actually reincarnated. It was just predictive programming. And there's a lot of Hollywood movies on this too. Um, he, it said he's, he added this could be, uh, this could see numerous dangerous pathogens become effectively native in Britain. Arthropod born viruses such as dengue virus, Zika virus. There's potential for those viruses to become established in the UK. He said, professor, sir, Peter Horby, director of the pandemic um, sciences Institute at Oxford university said climate change was rewriting the borders of where diseases, a disease could be found. I just did a documentary in Oxford. The dumbest people in that town are the university students. The smartest people are the security guards in front of nightclubs, the taxi drivers, the waiters at restaurants. Those are the smartest people. The low wage workers. Those are the smartest people. People at Oxford are indoctrinated beyond anything I've seen at any I've seen at any university. It is absolutely pathetic and terrifying. But most of the average people there are very awake, so I just wonder what they're going to do as they already live in a 15-minute city, which I'm looking forward to bring you that documentary. Um, again, as I said before, if you want to help support that documentary, go to that gogetfunding.com link in the description because it costs tens of thousands of dollars to put together a documentary, license footage, license music, um, you know, interview people, travel around and do this stuff. It is absolutely crippling and I go in debt to do it. So, and I do it because I believe in the truth. So if you guys want to help support us, we have that gogetfunding.com link in the description and thank God for those of you that have already donated. Anyway, continuing on here says dengue, which is classically a South American Southeast Asian disease and is hyper endemic in those countries has spread North you're seeing transmission in the Mediterranean, he said. CCHF, RVF, and Zika have all been named by the WHO as having the potential to spark a pandemic in the future. People primarily catch CCHF from, ins uh, from infected ticks, but it can also spread between people through bodily fluids. Oh, again, don't uh, have babies. Don't get together in, in your relationship and have sex because it's like uh, they said back in 2020, wear a mask if you're going to have sex. Or go to a glory hole, as Teresa Tam of the Canadian government said. That Yes, she actually said that. <laughs> it says, uh, the disease shares similar symptoms to Ebola at the start of infection, including muscle aches, abdominal pain, a sore throat, and vomiting. Oh, so things that could pass as literally any illness, of course. It can also trigger bleeds, usually from the nose or from broken capillaries um, on the eyes and skin. I mean, it's just this whole thing is just so absurd. And of course, it's a good cover up when you say 50% of people are going to die from this stuff when the rate for people dying from the injections is around that number in like zoom out long term. It says other symptoms of the virus, which come on suddenly include fever, dizziness, neck pain and stiffness, backache, headache, sore eyes and sensitivity to light. Sounds like a fever. Um, and you see, oh, Zika virus is a uh, flavivirus, a type of RNA virus transmitted to people through the bite of infected female mosquitoes. No way, an RNA virus. Hmm. 
Well, there's something that should be emboldened right there. Let me just do that quickly. RNA virus. Are people paying attention yet? Are people paying attention? Just a wake-up call. Those that started drifting off in this video and, and got bored. Wake-up call. An RNA virus, guys. Just making sure you're paying attention. That should say everything we need to know. And we ne like this guy in this image. We need to spray everyone with toxic poisons that will destroy their lung health and give them cancer. Maybe even turbo cancer. RVF is a viral disease most commonly seen in domesticated animals in sub-Saharan Africa, including cattle, uh, buffalo, sheep, goats, and camels. Yeah, well, better destroy the food supply even more. Uh, people can get RVF through contact with blood, bodily fluids, or tissues of infected animals, or through bites from infected mosquitoes. Oh, you better eat the bugs, not mosquitoes, of course, all the other bugs, <coughs> to avoid getting this illness, because meat is going to kill you, apparently. Uh, well especially when it's injected with mRNA. Most who contract RVF either experience no symptoms or a mild cold-like illness with fever, weakness, back pain, and dizziness. Ah, okay, cool. No symptoms. Most no symptoms. It's another very easy illness that they can blame on one thing or another and say that you need to, you know, shelter in place, uh, wear a mask, you know, hide in your home, and all this kind of stuff that makes everything much worse before they bring out an injection. That is why when you have the World Health Organization Digital Health Certificate um, coming out in 2024 and this mass uh, narrative that they've created uh, where basically they have control over all these countries that sign off their sovereignty, quote-unquote. Like, countries don't even have sovereignty. Individuals do, but, of course, people give it up to the organized crime rackets called government, and they do this to themselves in a lot of ways. No one else to blame but them, but... These people that are perpetrating this stuff are truly, truly, truly evil, my friends, and we need to also understand that at the same time. But anyway, it says it is generally it has general fatality rates of about one percent, but about one in ten people develop severe symptoms requiring hospital care. But um, the deadliest form of the disease is one which sparks a hemorrhagic fever, where patients vomit blood and bleed from various orifices. <coughs> Sounds delightful. <clears throat> And it kills 50% of those who contact, contract it. So again, we have the 50% number that they're normalizing. And then the CDC claims deadly pathogen with 50% fatality rate now endemic across the Gulf Coast. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention has declared that a deadly pathogen that reached the U.S. Gulf Coast is now endemic there, which means it is now a constant presence in the area, although uh, um, not spreading out of control. Not yet. It's just, that's what they always say. The public health agency said the bacterium uh, Burkholderia uh, Sudamale has a fatality rate of around 50% worldwide. Infections caused by the pathogen can cause the potential, uh, the potentially fatal disease called meliodosis, also called Whitmore's disease, if left untreated. According to the CDC uh, epidemiological uh, or epidemiolo epidemiologist, rather Dr. Julia Petrus, B. Uh, Sudamale um, naturally resides in the soil and freshwater, primarily in subtropical and tropical regions in Southeast Asia and North Northern Australia. However, it has been found in the Gulf state of Texas, Louisiana, Mississippi, Alabama, and Florida. Florida, where these mosquitoes were released. Huh. The public health agency emphasized that the bacterium may be present 
in the top layer of soil or muddy freshwater or brackish water in these areas. So don't go out and hunt and don't go out and be outside in nature. In January 2023, the CDC said the most recent case of meliodosis came from Mississippi. It followed two previous cases in the same state recorded in July 2020 and May 2022, bringing the official tally of infections to three. However, Petrus believes that more people may have been infected as most individuals exposed to B. pseudomale do not show uh, symptoms and develop antibodies against it. So I see pseudomale. What does that sound like? Pseudonym? Just throwing that out there. A pseudonym for vaccine illness and biowarfare. Just going to put that out there. Again, my friends, Gates Foundation and Oxitec fight malaria with genetically, genetically modified mosquitoes, June 20th, 2018. Um, of course, this is from 2021. Bill Gates releasing genetically modified mosquitoes in Florida. This from Philanthropy News Digest 2016. Gates Foundation awards $35 million for mosquito research. This 2022. First U.S. open-air test of genetically modified mosquitoes deemed a success. Bio. Tech firm Oxitec engineered the bugs in an effort to curb their numbers and help stop the spread of disease, even though they are literally given diseases and put into open air where there are children walking around. I mean, it is it's evil. And again, I'm not saying that it is a disease necessarily as much as it is. Uh, probably a slow drip that doesn't kill the mosquito, uh, uh, you know, right away. But the mosquito goes out and, and bites a few people and injects some of this into them. And, and, you know, there's been robot mosquitoes across the board as well that have been released into the public before. And people have found them and people have caught them on video and people have trapped them. <coughs> We're living in a sci-fi movie and they want to kill us. And we are living in an open air prison. And it all depends on what you as individuals do about it. Because at the end of the day, no one can be blamed, like I said before. But you, freedom comes from within. You are freedom or you're not. It's not something you hold in your hands. And individualism and and, and self-sustainability don't come from collectivism and group collective responsibility, which is slavery. Individuals must understand that there is a conspiracy to kill you and to cut down the population dramatically, as Yuval Noah Harari said himself, he wants to depopulate the population and, of course, um, put us into 15-minute cities and have us placated on drugs, staring at video games all day. And then we're overtaken by AI. We become weaker than um, something that we've created. And then we get replaced and destroyed as a human race. It's a Tower of Babel. This is a war on humanity more than anything else. And it's all connected to 15-minute cities, the economy, supply chain, energy grid, um, World War III, trans kids. All of that stuff ties into the same narrative. As what we're seeing today with the um, plandemic hoaxes that we're watching across the board. Like I said at the beginning, I'm going to jump ahead and say, show me an isolate. But they won't. And they'll still get away with a lot of it. Not as much as last time because people are awake. But when people are dying in huge numbers from being injected without their realization with some kind of chemical or RNA. And then they die from weird illnesses because their immune system cannot keep up because their body cannot detox because it's literally just a, a terrain of disease and illness, then we will see one of the end points of what we know is our current civilization and the end points of the goals and the 
climatic, climactic end to the movie that they are creating in this strange simulation. Then there's a great reset. Then there's technocracy. Then there's mass depopulation. And then the Tower of Babel eventually falls. So what I'm saying is it's going to get bad before it's going to get much worse before it gets better. But it will get better because good, good overcomes evil eventually. So at the end of this road, we have freedom. We have beauty. We have a civilization that we can create from the ashes of the Great Reset, the ashes of the Tower of Babel. But before the Tower of Babel can fall, it has to be finished being built first. And that's what's happening right now. And we have to get prepared for that. And if they're trying to kill us and give us cancer, spraying things from the sky, putting mRNA in the food, which they already found samples of in uh, many steaks at major grocery stores, trying to make us eat um, bugs filled with parasites, trying to demoralize, desensitize, and create debauchery among the public and kids, destroy innocence of children. It's evil. It's an evil agenda. This is good versus evil. If there's a war on humanity, the solution is to be more independent, be more uh, self-sustainable, be more free. It's all synonymous with the idea of humanity in, in the first place. We must be more empathetic and more conscious as well. So that's where we're going. They're trapping us in a circular construct of tyranny. Tyranny comes under the guise of convenience, and people have succumbed to this convenience to such a degree that they will do nothing when all these things happen. They'll see all this stuff right in front of their eyes, and they won't go and buy storable foods. They won't go buy, you know, apricot seeds. They won't go buy things that could sustain their life in the face of this. This is a revolution, but it's of the human spirit, the human condition. This is a revolution for you inside your head, the prison that we've constructed within our head. It isn't something that we need to go outside and fight physically. It is within, and we all have to understand if we've succumbed to the conveniences of our time, which we created because we were individualistic and, and, and self-sustainable and independent for so long, and we built up the human constructs and all the things around us to create these conveniences, it's all going to come down. Good times create weak men. Weak men create hard times. Hard times create strong men. Strong men create good times. We are between weak men and hard times. And we've been there before, but never in a way where we had these technologies that could just continuously enslave us in a loop forever. I'm a big believer in God. I'm a big believer in good. I'm a big believer in this failing eventually. But first, it's going to succeed. People have to be pushed to the end of the line to do something about this. And if we look at China, they've been pushed to the end of the line and they did a few protests and then a bunch of people disappeared. Don't let it get to that. They are building 15-minute cities in Oxford and hundreds of other cities around the world. Once you're in there and you have no way to escape outside of the banking system, you only have a CBDC attached to a carbon credit score attached to your ability to eat bugs and you know, um, watch video games and all that kind of stuff, and that you have food rations with mRNA in it and you're getting bit by mosquitoes and everyone's sick and no one's able to access things that are actually organic and, and no one's able to access things that could actually help them. What then, my friends? What then? I mean, something I should just throw up on the screen real quick here. Why is WEF and Bill Gates funded appeal on organic Produce. They're going after organic produce. 
They're going after it all. Why sit there on your hands? Precious little time remains. The clock is ticking on humanity. And humanity starts with you. If you are a human being here on earth and you won't stand for your very humanity, then what on earth are you here for? That is a question that I have to ask everyone all the time. We have solutions, but will you take the solution seriously? And I'm not talking down to anyone here because I know a lot of you out there have already gotten prepared for this. You're already on the right path. You've already done a lot. Some of you more than myself, by far. But to know the problem is to act and make your own solution. And you are the revolution, like I said, and it's all happening up here. You don't have to have all your money in the bank. You don't have to depend on grocery stores for food. You don't have to, but you want to. Many of you anyway do, not everyone. Want to, but you don't have to. We have to separate want from need, and we need to do it now. Anyways, my friends, as I've said so many times before, check out those links in the description. We want to provide excuses, not just complaints and, and anger and, and, and all this kind of stuff. It leads to solutions. Check out heavensharvest.com for long-term storable foods that are non-GMO, heirloom seeds, water filtration and storage, books on how to get started, win this revolution right now by ordering some of this kind of stuff and save your family. Use code WAM, W-A-M, and you get free shipping on much of these products. And even if you don't qualify for free shipping, I still urge you to use code WAM, W-A-M. Experts say you need at least three months of storable food in a supply chain crisis, and they want to manufacture that to put everyone into food lines, ration lines, so that they get their mRNA foods. That's why McDonald's offices are being closed in the U.S. and Burger King's going bankrupt because even the cheapest junk food is now no longer cheap and it's collapsing. And what's below McDonald's? FEMA. And Canada has just built their own FEMA. It's all happening. They're calling the animals. They're going after the food supply. Don't wait until the shelves are empty. We have organic food that you can actually have for potentially years at a time, depending on how much you buy. And of course, you need to buy water and everything too. There's no, you can't buy water on the site, but buy lots of backup water and keep it in a cool place in the darkness. But this is something that could save your life. HeavensHarvest.com, use code WAM, W-A-M. It starts with you. The future starts with you. The fight starts with you. Today, at this moment, not later. Stop putting it off. Stop procrastinating. It starts today. And, of course, we have WAMSurvival.com for long-term storable foods as well. Save a bunch of money if you go through us on there as well. So we have multiple solutions. We have many options. Get out of the banking system. Check out the link for Kirk Elliott, phd.com slash wham and buy physical gold and silver today. And you could also just put physical gold and silver into an IRA. And, uh, you know, of course, Kirk Elliott is the author of 11 books, um, world-renowned speaker, double PhD. You get a whole bunch of free special reports if you go to that link and sign up for that phone call with Kirk Elliott himself. Just put your name, email, last name, um, you know, phone number, all that kind of stuff. And uh, say what you need and what you're interested in. And this could save you from the cash of society. So go and... Organize that call. Schedule that call today. We also have Lion Energy for um, batteries, solar panels, etc. to avoid the destruction, the controlled destruction of the grid, which is a big part of getting us you know, on our knees to this system, the Great Reset, which, again, Klaus Schwab says is based on the Chinese model. So check that link out in the description. That's Lion Energy. And, of course, health is very important. And I, this whole video has been about 
that and turbo cancers that they're spreading. Check out rncstore.com, Richardson Nutritional Center, your source for Laetrile Online, made famous by G. Edward Griffin's book, World Without Cancer. Get your apricot seeds, laetrile, amygdalin, and vitamin B17 there. It's amazing how many people, how many people still don't know about this. So I'm going to be doing another video with Dr. John Richardson's son, John Richardson Jr., on this subject shortly. And I look forward to bringing that to you because he's got some good news as well. So a lot of options here. And then as far as the information war, I urge people to check out the link in the description for Iconic, where you'll get an extended 10-day free trial with Iconic with a whole bunch of documentaries, shows, uh, things that really rival everything at Netflix, but it's actually based in the truth and the work that David Icke is doing and, and the Icke family and uh, many other correspondents. And there's uh, new shows that you could get regularly. Go sign up today. It's actually really cheap. It's probably the cheapest subscription-based uh, network I've seen out there. And you get so much information. So you get a, an extended 10-day free trial if you use our link in the description. I'm happy to be working with them in any way, shape, or form. Anyway... <clears throat> I appreciate everyone watching, and as I mentioned earlier, if you want to help support us, we do depend on the viewer as far as that goes. We are viewer-funded. I spend every cent I have. Thank you to the, the people who have donated $2,577 over the $557, rather, over the last um, couple months. It's helped me enormously continue to report on things for my documentary in Europe. However, uh, I ran out of money, and I had to come back. But, uh, I, I, you know, it's, it's extremely expensive to do this kind of travel. It costs more than ten grand just to do that for like a month or so, a month or two. Um, and it just because of the constant last-second traveling, last-second booking, being in the middle of cities that cost a lot of money, and, of course, the plane tickets and all that kind of stuff, the hotels, the food, everything. Every, inflation is insane. So anything helps, my friends. So go check that link in the description. GoGetFunding.com. We also have Patreon, Subscribestar. We have a Bitcoin address. And we have a Cointree link with a bunch of different cryptocurrencies that you could donate in, if you please, including privacy coins. So it helps a lot. And of course, you know, those of you that went and supported us, thank God for you. You are heroes. And we still need it because we still have more interviews to do. We still have work to do. It's going to be probably a couple months before I could get that um, 50 Minute City documentary out because we need funding. We need to fund um, the background music, licensing of clips and music, um, and, and, you know, just more basic research and more travel. It's a lot. People don't realize how much it costs to make a documentary, and it's important that we stick to the truth. And so, you know, that's why I do this. And remember, I've lost every cent I've had. I've, I've spent every cent I had, went into debt many times over this because I believe in the truth. This isn't about raising money for me. This is about raising money for the truth. So I appreciate everyone that helps in any way, shape, or form on that. So again... Uh, links are in the description. We have an Epic funding campaign where you can donate an Epic Cash, a privacy coin based on the Mimblewimble protocol as well. Very important against technocracy. Uh, you can find out more about them on Epic Cash community on Telegram. Again, I'm not paid by them. I just support what they do. It's a great revolutionary way to pull away from the banking system. And of course, um, we have a, te a Teespring store with a bunch of different merchandise. All linked below. Uh, we have a newsletter, www.imband.com, and you can find us on Rockfin, Telegram, Band.Video, BitChute, Odyssey, Rumble, and Brighteon at World Alternative Media. Of course, we are also on Hive, Steemit, and Vigilante.tv at at Josh Sigurdsson. We're on the bad guys, TikTok and Instagram, World Alternative Media, Twitter and Getter at at World Alt Media. And we have a YouTube channel called Ancient Wonders, which you could check out as well. And uh, I appreciate people going and actually checking that out. It's one with my image, my face as the image. We've been demonetized on there already, of course. 
But go to that channel and hit that subscribe button because someone else stole our name and is getting more subscribers than us, and we're going to be posting a lot of stuff soon. Uh, a lot more stuff soon. We have so much uh, to post on there, but I'm just focused on the current news right now, so it's kind of difficult. But um, yeah, we're on there, and of course, we got banned from Spotify, but we're still on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, etc. for the time being anyway. So go follow us on there if you want to hear us on your way to work or on a road trip or wherever it might be. Anyways, I appreciate everyone watching. Hit that like button, share on social media, and hit the notification bell if you have not yet already. Thank you, everyone. Again, live by example, live freely. Always, this is Josh Sigurdsson signing out from World Alternative Media. Find the truth, be the change. <laughs>